Welcome to Startup Confidential, what food and beverage industry players will never tell you that you need to know if you're running a startup. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 60, Part 2 of my interview with Jeremy Smith of Launchpad. Let's jump back in. How do you manage and build a sales team with people who are not necessarily all super experienced? And that, even at 5 million, right, that's your reality. You're not going to get the rock star sales VP who just left Chobani. He's not going to work for you. Right. There's no way in hell. you got to take raw talent. Yeah. What would you propose? One of the things we did when we started Launchpad in 2017 is that we, we offered consulting services so that a brand can come in and say, hey, here's our broker network. You know a lot about Costco. What are we doing right and what are we doing wrong? 90% of the time. So they don't have to hire us as the broker. They could use someone else or they could right. use their own team. I go in and look at it and 90% of the time it's the same thing. It's their messaging and how they're presenting their presentation. The presentation is the exact same presentation pretty much they're using for Whole Foods or someone else. And it's adapted for Costco, but it's not enough to get the point across that you need to to help you stand out. Because you have to remember, Costco buyers looking at everything in per ounces pretty much. Mm -hmm. So if the competitor's at 36 cents an ounce and you're coming in at 43 you're already at a disadvantage unless you can explain why are you, you know, 11% more than the competition. First of all, you don't need a broker to go to Costco. What you really need is knowledge. And so somebody like me can provide you with the knowledge and all of the ins and outs and secrets and, and what you need to develop a business at Costco. So yeah, and I see a similar thing emerging for Walmart with the big boys, right? So there's, I mean, there's bad Walmart brokers too. trust us, but uh, you know, but there's also some guys who that is a super complicated account. Obviously, I poo-poo it in my book until you're at least $100 million in almost I all agree. cases, almost, almost all cases. And one of the reasons is that it's, it is the most brutal ball busting account. You talk about 20 minutes late. How about I forgot the fucking meeting and I don't care. I had it happen to me. We used to, <laughs> years ago, we called on Walmart and Sam's and the buyer didn't show up. And he says, well, can't you just stay another day? And I said, no, I can't. And he said, well, we're Walmart. We don't need you. That's it right there, Jeremy. Literally, yep. that should be on a, that's going to be a LinkedIn post because that, unfortunately, when you get into the world of mass retailing and I'll throw Target in right there, that's exactly their unconscious bureaucratic sentiment. I don't care how much the 29-year-old assistant buyer is smiling at you. Right. The reality of the institutions in mass retail is... They yeah. all bust you on price per ounce and these thin, highly mechanical things. And the other issue is they just got out of a nasty meeting with Frito-Lay. Yeah. Or something like that, right? And, yeah. you know, Frito-Lay gets to be an asshole. You don't. If you think Costco is fair, you shouldn't be selling to Costco. They're not. Costco is about their members. The member comes first every yeah. time. Absolutely. I'll give you a quick example. Oh my God. And if you don't use that word in the meeting, you're really screwing yourself. Yeah. And so <laughs> we had an item in the Texas region that the female buyers really loved the two owners of the, it was a granola company. They were male models. I mean, they were, they were great looking guys. I mean, Tom Brady would go into the room and he'd be the ugliest guy next to these two guys. And so um, the buyers liked meeting with them and they were very funny and they were very, very good guys. So we go into Texas, we do road shows, the item bombs, 200 bucks a week. It works out to when you divide out the numbers. It was terrible. Ouch. A Costco member calls 
Jim Senegal and says, I love that granola. I want it in my Texas region where I live. Jim Senegal picks up the phone, calls the buyer and says, bring this item in. And we're like, no, it's a dog. Don't bring it in. But we went in and we had a 39-week supply that the buyer had to get through. But, the, but that's how responsive. That's an example of how important the yeah. member is to Costco. And I tell people in the beginning, I'm not just because I'm a consultant doesn't mean I'm not going to push you. I said, I look at my experience of working with consultants when many, many years ago in another in the advertising world. And what happens is everyone gets excited and wow, that's great and this and that, and then nothing happens. And so, but I'm there and, and I will beat the client up. I'm like, hey, yeah. do you want to have a business at Costco that works for you? Because if you go directly yeah. to the buyers and you don't understand how they think, they'll eat you for lunch. I had a client oh, come to me that they should have been paying a half a percent on spoils and the buyer, they went directly to Costco on their own. This was at the time, the company's 500 million now, they were 100 million. And the buyer convinced them that they should have a 4% spoils allowance. I said, so here's the first thing, stupid. Don't you already know what your spoils allowance is out in retail? You're in, you're in 10,000 doors. Yeah, I know. I said, why would you offer 4%? Well, that's what the buyer said that he normally gets. I said, he's full of shit. So when we took over, I called him, got the buyer on it, and we got him down to a half a percent. But it was ugly and he'll never talk to me again, but we had to do it. And, and, well, and they're very successful. At well, that's what I'm getting at is, do you think, is it your sense? Cause you're focused on building this kind of business, which I find interesting because it, it adds capability to an early stage company as opposed to creating a dis dependency on third parties. Do you think that the current crop of five to $25 million startups is coachable enough? To benefit from this or is it a small group that are coachable enough um it's a smaller group because one of the things that i always assess right away whether i'm looking at representing a company for brokerage is in the old days when my brother and i first started out in this business all we did was look for great brands and to represent then we realized you have to know that there's a team there that knows how to execute and so that now all we mm. look for is the ability of the team to execute because so many brands fail that have great products that we have a questionnaire that we go through wow. with the client and we talk to them about how they currently are executing do they have the supply chain in place that currently right now can handle the up and downs okay so today you got a 10 truckload order from costco that was one rotation we did really well now you're not going to see any for six months how can you afford that financially because brokers don't care about profitability no. and it's not their fault no. it's how the system is set up if you're not paying a retainer and all you're doing is paying a commission then why does the salesperson care about profitability if you lose money they still get five percent <laughs> um, it, it's really, I like what you said earlier about the fact that if you actually go in big at Costco and show up in a whole bunch of regions, that is the biggest, well, paid trade ad, almost industry advertisement of your existence to all possible stakeholders, including the big boys and girls. And so you got to be ready when you go into mass to just, you have to be operationally ready to hit the gas. If you don't, and that's, if you don't have a defensible manufacturing 
technical process, which I increasingly urge people to invest dollars in because that's how you're able to uh, defend a success at a place like Costco or Target is that nobody actually can rip you off in six months. Yeah. And, and it's, the know, pretzel, it's the pretzel chip theory, right? Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, if you do Snack it factory, right, right. <laughs> yeah, if you do it right, you know, people will imitate you, but they, it won't be the same. No, it'll but, be half-assed. Yeah. But what you just said is <laughs> one of the most important things you just said. That's why you have to work with a broker who understands branding so that they stress the values of your brand and the story to Costco so that Costco understands what they're paying for. If they don't, then every pretzel chip is just another pretzel chip. And yep. when I was working with this company, I said, it's not the buyer's fault that they don't understand the difference in your kale chip versus the competitors. It's your fault. It's not your broker's fault. It's your fault because you didn't explain to your broker why you're different. So when that information is left out, then the assumption gets made. And that's why, you know, the buyer's talking to you about going down to 34 cents an ounce. Quick story, Chobani. <laughs> Buyer comes to us with an idea to develop a cup of yogurt, a plain cup of yogurt and a little cup, a yogurt cup. Um, and just sell packs. And it was a stupid idea. And Chobani knew it. And they said no. So here's what happened. Buyer says, well, I'm going to go to your competitor. And they said, we welcome you to go to your competitor. And the buyer <laughs> went to the competitor and it was a disaster. It had to be marked down. But you know what happened? By saying no, the buyer knew Chobani understood their business. And she trusted them from that day forward. Well, Jeremy, this has been lively, as thank I you. expected it would be, and, and extremely informative. Thank you so much for your time. And that's all we've got, folks, for the second part of, of this interview. As always, be safe out there. Dr. Richardson's new book, Ramping Your Brand, is available now on Amazon. Please check it out and spread the word. And don't forget also to take his Founders Quiz to see if your team is ready to ride the ramp of exponential growth. You can download the quiz at rampingyourbrand.com anytime. And feel free to share your scores with Dr. Richardson anytime at james at premiumgrowthsolutions.com.